Welcome back to the Comic Revolution Podcast. This is not your normal host, Rock. Today, I, Kevin, will be your host of the Comic Revolution Podcast. I've done this by stealing the keys to the podcast bunker during the last recording of the Black Widow movie review without old man Rock noticing. So that means I have complete control of the Comic Revolution Podcast. On today's episode of the Conquer Revolution Podcast, I will be reviewing the Suicide Squad movie directed by James Gunn. I was lucky enough to score tickets for an early screening of the Suicide Squad movie, which will officially release next week on August 5th in the United States. Since the Suicide Squad movie hasn't released to the general public, I will be keeping spoilers to an absolute minimum. The focus of this review will be more on general thoughts of the movie and the chemistry between the cast. For those that may not know, the James Gunn-directed Suicide Squad movie is a follow-up to the 2016 Suicide Squad movie directed by David Ayer. While you could call this a sequel to the 2016 movie as Margot Robbie, Joel Kinnaman, Viola Davis, and Jay Courtney reprise their roles as Harley Quinn, Rick Flagg, Amanda Waller, and Captain Boomerang, respectively, the 2021 Suicide Squad movie is more of a redo for this series. It very much comes across as what the Suicide Squad movie should have always been when the franchise debuted on the big screen. And almost immediately, the Suicide Squad movie directed by James Gunn lives up to its name. That is thanks to having a much larger cast for this version of the Suicide Squad team. The larger team uh, that includes Idris Elba as Bloodsport, John Cena as Peacemaker, Sylvester Stallone as King Shark, and Michael Roker as Savant keeps you on your toes the entire time. Gunn keeps you guessing with who will end up surviving when all is said and done, with some deaths actually coming across it as a genuine surprise. The biggest thing that stood out to me was how much the Suicide Squad movie felt, like I was watching a 6-8 to eight issue comic book miniseries being brought to life. The way Gunn structured the movie reminded me of how each issue of a comic book would normally be paced out. The opening of the movie in particular stood out as we get introduced to all the new characters that join Harley Quinn, Rick Flagg, Amanda Waller, and Captain Boomerang in this movie, the tone of the opening is reminiscent to a great first issue of a comic book that is something, as a comic book fan, I greatly appreciated. And Gunn brings a surprising a lot of heart to this movie. No matter how much time you spend with the characters from the previous movie or the new ones introduced here in the Suicide Squad um, 2021 film, there is a lot of depth to the characters I did not expect to get. For the amount of time we spend with them, Daniela Melchiro as Ratcatcher 2 and Sylvester Stallone as King Shark were two of the biggest surprises on this front. Even when I was not familiar with these characters, the Suicide Squad movie brought out an inner desire in me um, to find comic books with these characters and just learn more about them. And with that said, out of the entire cast, it was Idris Elba as Bloodsport and John Cena as Peacemaker who absolutely steal the show in this movie. Gunn makes a great decision of pairing these two up with each other. Both characters have similar skill sets as trained assassins um, that made their chemistry work extremely well, as their, uh, especially during the action sequences. There was a sense of competition between the two that allowed the comedic beats that Bloodsport and Peacemaker have work even better because they are playing off each other which just speaks to the talent of Idris Elba and John Cena as the characters. The chemistry also makes for one of the best moments um, in the final act of this movie have such a great payoff for where, where both characters end up going. Like Elba and Cena, Margot Robbie was the other standout of this movie 
as she returns as Harley Quinn. As we saw with the Birds of Prey movie, Harley Quinn works best in an ensemble cast where she is able to play off characters who are her complete opposite. When she is interacting with the rest of the Suicide Squad movie, the character is at her absolute best in this movie. Robert definitely turns in her best performance to date from both an action perspective and just overall character development. Elba's Bloodsport and Peacemaker also helped make Joel Kinnaman's Rick Flagg a much better character this time around. Uh, in the previous Suicide Squad movie, they tried too hard to make Rick Flagg in another Captain America type. Rick Flagg still falls under that same character type in this movie, but since he is sharing the screen with so many other characters, you don't really notice that, and the focus on his character development can be more on the actions that he takes rather than just on his dialogue. Similarly, Viola Davis' portrayal as Amanda Waller is head and shoulders above previous appearances of the character in the DCEU. It could be argued that this is the best version of Amanda Waller we've ever gotten, um, with, with strong competition, uh, to be honest, from the Justice League Unlimited cartoon, that which I love that version of Amanda Waller. So again, there's strong competition, but Viola Davis definitely delivers as Amanda Waller in this movie. She portrays the character as the ultimate leader of a government agency who only cares about results and you just want to punch in the face. This helps elevate how the mission that the Suicide Squad are forced to go on to be a much better story. Now, for all the positives of the Suicide Squad movie, it is not a perfect film. One of the things that holds it back is that there are certain times in this movie where scenes kind of drag on a little bit too long, and there are also certain characters that are in this movie that just come across as unnecessary, which, again, we have such a large cast, and so there are obviously some cuts that could have been made for just overall better pacing. And and the, just the other negative I had against this movie was Peter Capaldi's uh, thinker character a character that is one of the villains of the movie um, he j just isn't given a lot of lot to work with in here it's a very one dim dimensional villain and it just goes back into the problem we have with a lot of these superhero movies that just don't give the villain much to do um, luckily gun does find a way uh, within the developments of the movie to improve the antagonist that the suicide squad do face off against during the final act of this movie Overall, I enjoyed the Suicide Squad movie much more than I thought I would. The more I think of this movie, the more I re am remembering all the scenes I enjoyed. The chemistry between the entire cast and Gunn's directing make this easily the best movie we had in the DCEU era. I highly recommend you watch this movie when it comes out in movie theaters on August 5th, and it will be out on HBO Max on August 6th. So overall, I would have to rate the Suicide Squad movie an 8.5 Night Crows out of 10. Um, again, I really enjoyed this movie. Highly recommend people watch it however they can. And again, thank you very much for joining me on this special episode of the Comic Book Revolution podcast. Remember, you could find all our latest reviews and commentary articles along with the Comic Book Revolution podcast feed and the Manga Revolution uh, feed for those podcasts on ConcRevolution.com. You can also follow the Comic Book Revolution on Twitter at CB Revolution, and you can follow myself on Twitter at KevinL07. Um, with that, I better get going before Rock wakes up and to catch his early bird uh, breakfast. So until next time, viva la revolution.